0: Hey, it's your host, Brittany, and welcome to the Mom Sweat Sanity podcast, where we talk all things life, health, fitness, kids, relationships you name it, nothing is off the table. A little bit of just me and a whole lot of knowledgeable guests. So throw on your Lulus to run or to mom, grab yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, and join us as we unpack life's pressing topics and learn a little bit more of the who, what, whys of it all. Or at the very least, get real, share some wisdom, and grab practical tips to help in our daily lives. I really wanted to build a
1: company that limited food waste and footprint, having come from the other side of certainly not being frivolous, but like, it's just the nature of the beast when you deal with fresh food production and having inventory. So we weren't always like, now we know how to carry an inventory. So suddenly there's like a spinach shortage. It doesn't wipe out half our product line. You know, we can carry a certain amount of inventory so we can solve the problem. And it's not like, okay, well, orders can't go out, so to speak.
0: Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. Today I sat with Deanna Embury of Blended for You Smoothies. We talked all things smoothies from the conception of her company through to how they can be a staple in your freezer. Their smoothies are designed to be a complete nutrition meal and boosted with superfoods to support different health goals and taste preferences, even kid approved. So tune in today to find out how Blended for You smoothies can be a staple in your freezer. Let's just dive in. How did you get into this? Deanna, who are you? (laughs) Give us a little (laughs) bio and background of yourself.
1: (laughs) Well, I started, I have been an entrepreneur for, you know, at least 15 years or so now. And I, my previous business, I was a fresh food meal delivery company. We had small grab and go healthy food retail stores. And so my whole world has been, you know, I kind of came into that world from the business side, but as a customer who was like really looking for healthy on-the-go food. And, you know, at the time, this is again, like 2005, 2004-ish, and there really wasn't anything for grab-and-go and for healthy living. And I was working crazy hours. And so the sort of root of, you know, online business and the idea behind helping people eat well and stay energized and truly nourished and not sort of like what I call like, you know, artificially flavored box food. Like, I mean, Truly good for you, good to go food, and so that's been in my you know my world for quite some time. And in 2014, I sold that my first company to Spud, a grocery delivery company that is sort of in the on the West Coast, and worked with them for over a year, about a year and a half, and was still you know operating what was Licious Living that then became Be fresh as a brand. And a couple of close people in my life had critical health hurdles. So my father, you know, not as serious as a level, had to need to have a heart valve replaced and need to gain weight for a surgery. And then on a sort of more serious situation, a close friend of mine was diagnosed with advanced colorectal cancer. And in both situations, nutrition was needed, easily digestible, as many good for you nutrients in a format possible, you know, was required. And I have been somebody who's been fueling my life and my crazy, I call it. And I say crazy in a good way, but, you know, I need a lot of energy to work the days and, you know, do the activities I like to do and have time and, And so smoothies have been a big part of my personal life. So just, I didn't even have it on the radar. I was like, I'm going to, you know, design some smoothie recipes for you. And they were different blends for the different situations and individuals, but they were almost this like great hit. And we're talking, you know, someone who was my age, he was more open to like green smoothies and like, you know, mega nutrient dosing. And then my father, who's literally a meat and potatoes man who would make fun of me when I would go home and make a deep green smoothie. And so I was like, well, this is actually the bigger challenge, even though it's the lesser need. And so I had success on both sides and, but, you know, there's a lot of ingredients and it's about ingredient combining and, you know, really putting a lot of thought and love and care into like absorption and what best foods combine together and, and making it taste good. You know, there are grab and go products in the market. Some of them not healthy that are sort of liquid nutrition and some that, you know, are healthier, but don't taste good. So people aren't going to stick with it. And it's sort of like a muscle to get it down every day. And so that's kind of how it started. And then, you know, on both sides, they were my father and my friend, Darren were like, well, I just, you know, there's all these ingredients. And my mom was pre-portioning things for my dad. And Darren was like, could you, you know, could just come and make them and drop them off for me every day. And I'm like, well, I kind of work long hours. I probably can't do that every day, (laughs) you know, but the seed was planted. And as I was leaving working with Spud, I was in no way ready to start up another business. You know, I was pretty burnt out. I had been running kind of all candles at all ends for quite some time. And I left, I proceeded to go down to San Francisco for a month and ride my bike and pretend you know, that I was going to cash in on all the vacation time I hadn't taken to date in my adult years. And then went to try and learn how to kite surf in the Baja and just sort of took some time but the seed planted and I started playing around with recipes and and I was like oh it so just kept knocking at my door so to speak I consulted for like a full year you know I was like just didn't have the startup armor on and really wanted to kind of go through that well what is this you know process and and start developing products and then by the time sort of 2017 hit I was at the point where I was developing smoothies and putting them into like Ziploc bags and freezing them. And I went and visited a very close friend of mine in Miami. We went to Whole Foods and spent like $500 on ingredients and spent like just days playing around with all kinds of things. And with a goal of really creating something that will help people, you know, whether it's just staying healthy, and managing a busy life, whether it's getting your greens in because you just don't like to eat them or something more serious, you know, like whether it's, you know, can be for kids who need certain nutrition or aren't getting the right nutrition right up to the situations that like, you know, a cancer treatment or You know, an elder parent or an aging parent, I should say elder parent, but you know, that just needs extra nutrition. And so it could be that spectrum of keeping healthy and helping people get healthy and energize their lives and nourish their lives. And so it was quite a as a year of product development, like a solid product development, not me going on holidays and like buying ingredients and pretending I was working a little bit. And I came back energized and I was ready to go to it. I had a great time consulting. I love working with other entrepreneurs. It's a huge passion of mine. And was with a friend of mine who is still the CFO of Spud. And they had a commissary kitchen, which we actually started up when I was there. And the bottom of it was no longer being used for like a, an organic juice press company. And literally in that dinner, it was like, I'm "Like, what are you doing with that space? And she's like, oh, it's well, it's open. We want, I'm like, I'll sublease it. I didn't even know the words were coming out of my mouth. And I guess it was just time I was ready to do it. So I took on the space and then we launched in 2018. So that's kind of the trajectory from like start to... To where we are now. <laughs> well,
0: I, th- I see that you have that entrepreneurial side from two thousand four, two thousand five, as you said, and then being able to be in that food service business. I mean, you were ahead of your game there with the food prep and delivery, as you said back then. Like now, it's you know more so everywhere in that field, and I can imagine it wasn't so much then. As much as we all wished it were, probably, but (laughs) (laughs) and then taking that drive into now, I mean, obviously, you needed that time to create some creations. I mean, you need obviously the the thought and the input and whatnot into every smoothie, and as you said, as to why each smoothie is better for one person versus the other, what the nutrients are that they're looking for. So, I can imagine that that's a constant changing, evolving door.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it was really a good lesson for all my, you know, all the entrepreneurs out there. Like it was a bit of an ignorance is bliss the first time around because I wasn't paying attention to things like, well, where is this at the marketplace? And I had no idea how hard it would be to almost be like a front trailblazer in that, you know, I would have suppliers laugh at me about single serve fresh food going in like food going into single serve fresh food containers like i had a very condescending like you know container rep who was used to dealing with frozen food and you know i guess to his like didn't see what i saw and wasn't the customer for my what i was needing in my life you know and so but it i didn't have any understanding about how hard it would be to change customer or consumer habit or how people think or how people do things like I thought well people just need this they're not going to question this is just awesome it's not like oh we don't do that we don't order food online to be delivered to door like how's it going to be fresh and like it was almost such a battle just to get people to understand like no you just order online and we deliver it to your door and this thing it was just Like I would say this time around, my timing is far better. You know, it's a little bit more competitive for sure, but you're, you're focusing on introducing your product. If you have a unique product and great customer service, it's just, it's never going to be easy, but you're not focused on trying to like actually convince this customer to adopt something new. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and smoothies and juices are so known now out yeah, there, but yeah. you're doing something so different as you said, yeah. into the freezer product. So yeah. tell us a little bit more about that side of it.
1: Yeah. So having come from the fresh food world and really understanding, you know, how nutrient, you know, profile and quality and nutrition is locked in, you know, in a frozen state versus how long its shelf life is when it's in a fresh state, the business side of it. so you know, it's very hard to work from fresh food inventories. And when you're, you know, you're predicting all the time and you're really hoping there's, you know, you're on the right side of the game or the number when it comes up in terms of like what you need to have so you can fulfill all your customer orders, but then also not end up standing, you know, it's why there's so much waste in a lot of food production, because you have to bring X amount in, you know, in restaurants, you've got to put X X amount on the plate. And then it has to always be more than the last bite somebody wants, you know. And so, you know, from a food waste point of view, I really wanted to build a company that limited food waste and footprint having come from the other side of certainly not being frivolous, but like, it's just the nature of the beast when you deal with fresh food production and having inventory. So we weren't all, always like now we know how to carry an inventory. So suddenly there's like a spinach shortage. It doesn't wipe out half our product line. You know, we can carry a certain amount of inventory so we can solve the problem. And it's not like, okay, well, orders can't go out, so to speak. And I remember having that happening, like there'd be a recall or a shortage of something and you'd be modifying all your meals. And it just... Again, it's, there's a certain place where I was just kind of had lived and done that. And I was like, I want a new challenge.
0: And look (laughs) at this year that we just came through, right? Like all the mass buying and everything. If, you know, if you didn't have things in your freezer, produce was all, all taken up very quickly. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: And I think when I was, you know, looking at, well, really the core of the company again is about helping people, you know, eat well stay energized, like we will helping our customers and communities, you know, be healthier, stay healthy. And what format can we best do that in? And, you know, as a smoothie lover, I mean, I am passionate, I'm sort of geekily passionate about nutrition and smoothies and all those things, but it just felt like the right product. And, you know, having been in the fresh food space, and for my own personal experience, it's awful when you waste produce. Like I hate it, you know. And I again, I drink smoothies. So almost anything will go into my smoothies if there's like spinach is left over. Yet, but even like cauliflowers, you can like nothing. But it's you know, invariably it happens. And you know, I just I love the combination of the health and the nutrition the low food waste, and then being able to ship it. So online, you got to stay as tight as you can, you know, in terms of your boxes, your materials, both from a customer and a business point of view and a margin point of view. And again, I say this like, it's, oh, I just knew this. It took me a while to learn and pull the levers and, you know, spent a good four months from when I took on that production space before we launched like four or five months before we even launched just to continue to learn like equipment and how to fine tune recipes and kind of maximize the value of that product, both for the customer and for the business model. So we could scale it.
0: Yeah. So when I have my smoothie in the freezer, do I just pull that out? Does it dethaw, or do I add water or a certain milk or how does that work?
1: Yeah. So when I was thinking about, there's you know there's a few companies that do like the loose ingredients in cups or where you always need a blender. And I thought, well, if our goal is to help people eat well on the go at any time, not everyone's packing around a blender, they may or may not have one at their office or want to have one at their office. So you can do three things. You can pull the pack the night before and put it in your fridge and it's ready to go in the morning to blend. If you don't do that and you forget, which I always do, you can just pull it out, Take your blender jug, put like room temp water in it, put the pack in, leave it for like two minutes, take your shower, do whatever you got to do, you know, quick workout, (laughs) and then come back and blend it with whatever liquid of choice. We love, you know, the coconut, the cashew milks, things like that, that go well with them. You can also just let it soften and spoon from the pack, which is kind of how I have them at least 50% of the time. And I think that's probably aligned with our customer habits. So if I'm not at home in the morning, I always blend it, but oftentimes you know, I came from a world of, you know, working crazy and not, and it wasn't like a fast food grabber, but I would be like, I'm going to get an almond milk latte. It's like lunch, right. Or a matcha green tea latte. Like it's fine. It's calories and it's not the right calories, you know? And so, I started spooning them (laughs) and it's perfect. It's like a pudding, you know, it kind of softens down to like a pudding state and we launched some chia bowls and some soups now. So they're also a nice tie. in if you're not a big smoothie drinker or you want to shake it up or you want more lunch options, those are great. And then another way you can have them is you can just, you know, take the puck out of the pouch, put it in your shaker cup, add your liquid, get out the door, go for your workout. And within an hour or two, you just shake it and it will just become, you know, your kind of smoothie or your thing on the go. Um, convenient
0: and like, right. Yeah. The quick access for that, no matter where you are, whether you're at home or out on the go, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. And some people don't like to drink their meals. They like Mm. to, eat more you can make a smoothie bowl like so we got all the new we got some people like how to make beautiful smoothie bowls i'm like you take our pack you blend it with a little banana or or avocado and then you just deal with the toppings because we've got the nutrition covered it's not just a bowl of fruit and fruit is amazing and it's healthy and our smoothies are packed with them but we also add in things like cauliflower and spinach and zucchini and we tuck them in so they're not sort of strong in the profile but a big believer in adding vegetables to smoothies. So I think like 90% of our blends have like a vegetable included in them. That's, you know, has a high nutrition profile.
0: So if I want to get my kids eating better, (laughs) what's the go-to smoothie for a young kid that, you know, like my son say has no interest in eating anything green other than like romaine lettuce.
1: (laughs) Totally understood. We have a kids fave section on our site, and this has been tested with kids. So What I find works best, and if you're making your smoothies at home, so we have a nutty chocolate lover, and it has a whack of cauliflower rolled into it that you can't taste. So I had my nephew, that and then the Choco Banana Hero has zucchini in both. It's in there, but it's just the nature of the flavor profile. It's why you can get away with zucchini and like banana bread and things like that. And, you know, no sugar added. They've got the protein, you know, the healthy fats, the carbohydrates, but they can spoon them versus drink them. Those two are great. And then we have berry ones. So kids for us tend to like... The chocolate ones and the berry ones. Mm-hmm. So those ones that don't have the mega boosters, like we have, you know, some we do actually have some lower carb smoothies. We have some fun adult ones called the After Party, you know, that has like B12 and dandelion and cayenne, and, you know. what I mean, and actually, I feel like it works. I mean, I, so I understand But kid ones are really about texture mm-hmm. and taste. So if you can mask the vegetables in it. So my go-to's for kids are zucchini and cauliflower, and then we have one called the Nutty Athlete that kids love, and it's got a ton of spinach, but it's got that almond butter and banana piece kind of rolling with it. So those are the ones I would go for.
0: And are most of your smoothies higher protein content or do they vary depending on what we're looking for?
1: About 80% of them have between 15 and 21 grams. So it was important for us, for people to not have to add more protein unless they want to, but also not make it taste like a protein shake. So you can still taste the flavor profiles are the fruits and the veggies and what's in there. It's not like you know, some of the shake powders where like you literally put anything in and it still tastes like the same thing. And then there are some, there's a few hundred percent organic ones that have about 10 grams of protein in them. We do have a couple of low carb ones for people who are wanting to kind of keep their carb levels low, but still get, you know, sort of mega greens and vegetable nutrition in. So,
0: yeah, but I'd say 80% of them,
1: that 15 to 21 gram mark. Yeah.
0: And are you catering any of them towards more like the vegan protein, or are you in a way a based or what do you use? We are 100% plant-based vegan, so it's all the gig. Yeah, we wanted
1: to, it's fun well, that's to do with production, you know, being like fans of plant-based. I totally understand that it's, you know, the whey is for some people, and we kind of leave it for people to boost a little bit with that. You know, we don't say don't put in a full Scooper if you're using a whey protein powder, because it's then you'll end up with more protein than your body can absorb. But if you put a tablespoon in to kind of boost it up and you want to do whey, go for it. Mm -hmm. It was important for us to keep our production line vegan, gluten-free. A lot of allergens tend to fall around that sort of the sort of dairy gluten kind of category. So we wanted to, you know, the mission for the company is to next expand into blends that support different critical illnesses. So as much as we do can do to like keep our, you ingredient deck inflammation you know supportive and allergen you know how do you say it allergen friendly <laughs> yeah totally. that was our goal yeah wow. it, it's confusing customers you have like 24 packs you're like well this one has whey and this one's vegan it was like no they're all just vegan plant based we even have our packaging is now made from plant materials and inks so it's compostable wow. all non-toxic no plastic so we jumped into that last summer and it's been awesome. Yeah, wow. it's huge. That's
0: amazing. That's, yeah. that's fantastic. So, all around, just very, yeah, plant. Yeah, good for you, good for earthily. the planet. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So, what is your go to smoothie? Do you have a favorite one that you seem to consume most days?
1: Yeah, I go for the deep green. Someone greens detox, greens daily dose. I love green, green, green smoothies. I do our right, so when. That's in the morning, every morning, and it's sort of boring and it's predictability, but I am like a deep green smoothie drinker. If I feel like I need a little bit more, I might add half a banana in, but usually it's just a straight up, you know, the soldiers. I call it the the morning soldiers. I do like in the afternoon if I'm, you know, I'm often a 2 blend a day person, I'll have one of the soups to so the greens immunity and a vegan sweet potato coconut soup. And I find them, you know, I'm not, I don't like to sit down and have big meals in the day. And then I find them, you know, they're very nourishing and they're kind of my go-tos or there's a shroom energy blend. So I'm diving deep into the world of adaptogens and, you know, things that help your immune system and support stress function. We've all had, you know, a crazy year and a big part of what I am passionate about and doing a deep dive into is how nutrition supports mental health. It's big on our radar. So when I talk about, you know, nutrition supporting critical illness, and there's a mental health piece that is really interesting to me that I'm very passionate about. So some of those blends that have like ashwagandha and the reishi mushroom, the lion's mane, You know, the studies are really incredible and it's very exciting. So I lean into some of those in the afternoon if I feel like I need an immunity or sort of an immune system boost. Yeah.
0: Wow. I highly agree with what we consume is a big part or... Almost you could, you know, say the whole part of our mental health and wellness, absolutely what we put into our bodies and how it's tied to gut health. So it can be your daily moods right
1: through to, you know, depressions and how you can show up for yourself and, you know, what you can do with nutrition to just you know, really give yourself the best shot to being, you know, the healthiest you can be mentally and physically, you know, is going to come from, from nutrition and movement, you know, for sure movement, but at the core it's, if you're not putting the right things into your body Mm -hmm. and that's why it's important to us. Like we call it like a blend a day. Like, you know, a friend of mine sort of said to me, like, Oh, I just, I don't know why. And she probably didn't even care. She's like, I just feel better when I have one every day. And I'm like, just keep doing it. And she's got a crazy job and a busy life. And and I was like, that to me, it sums up, like, it doesn't need to be complicated. We want to be for the every person Like, you just feel better when you have, we take care of it. We take maybe stress out of nutrition, busy mornings, you know, a lot of guilt comes from not eating well, cause you know, and I'm like, well, if we can alleviate any of those things for people, I feel like it's a huge win for us.
0: Absolutely, and starting our day off fueled right really does align yourself for the rest of the day.
1: Hundred yeah. percent, yeah. Emotionally, physically, you know, energy-wise, and you've got kids, right? Sometimes you're just like, oh,
0: if my blood sugar levels aren't right, then we're in big trouble. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's almost lunchtime here, and I'm really getting hungry with all this conversation. <laughs> so, you mentioned smoothie in the morning. You do your greens generally. Do you have a morning routine? I mean, you're one busy lady, and upcoming, a whole new, we'll have to dive into the Toronto conversation quickly after this one, but do you have a morning routine that kind of sets your day off?
1: Yeah, I am. I'm an early morning person and that has always been, I guess, or maybe I'm not a, a, you know, the best, you know, sort of sleeper. So that could be either way. So I get up and I tend to, you know, handle anything that needs to be handled, like work-wise, which sounds like a weird way to wake up. And then I have a pup, so I have a dog. And so generally I try to get out into the trails with her for an hour around 6 30 or 7 and then I kind of come back ready to start my day at some point you know I sometimes will go and do a run of my own or do some kind of workout of my own that tends to happen these days I don't know why after work I used to always be a workout person in the morning and then since I've had Keiko it's like I have to feel like I have to take care of her first which is insane I mean I get in the tree so maybe that's it too I get my time outside but oh. yeah you know, you sort of fit things in and, and I kind of start my day. So by the time nine o'clock, eight or nine o'clock, and let's say the rest of our team is kind of coming on board or I'm already ready and I'm not feeling like I've got to like, I'm ready to receive, I guess, versus like, <laughs> yeah,
0: you Yeah. set yourself up well, and you've already yeah. had your computer time and all of that. So. Yeah. If it's a
1: crazy, if I'm in a really stressful period with the business or I'm feeling like very challenged, which of course, whether it's with business or life in general, a lot of people have gone through that in the last year. I have a couple of podcasts that I listen to that are very motivational and very much a reminder that challenges not just because there's a pandemic, it's life, you know, it's business, it's startup life, it's, you know, whatever it is. And so one is called How I Built This with Guy Raz whether you're an entrepreneur or not, there are amazing stories on there that are fascinating. And so a lot of the times in the morning, you know, when I'm, you know, in the trails or taking cake over a walk, I'll have one of those on. And I find it like brings my energy to like, I got this, if they can do that. I got this, you know, <laughs> like it's, and it. they such good stories. I can't recommend it enough just for inspiration. And, you know, I guess a real reality check where like, success doesn't happen overnight. And I think a lot of us with social media and everything else going on, you sometimes need those reminders that everybody, no matter how big the success story appears to be now has gone through these crazy challenges. So I'll do that in the morning and I'll be very aware of when I need that. Even if I'm doing other things while it's on, I feel like that's kind of like a little bit of a life hack that I have for getting through stressful business periods.
0: Well said. I really like that tip. And I agree. Definitely listening, getting inspiration from others and feeling that kind of energy definitely helps propel the days for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you just feel like there's a camaraderie
0: in it. For sure. Especially in an isolating time, you're
1: like, okay, there might there's people out there that are doing this too.
0: In the middle of the forest, as you're watching, this <laughs> totally.
1: Talk. Like, they're not doing it right here, right now, but for sure, in their own forest walk, like, list, like, reaching for inspiration. So, oh,
0: forest, I love the forest too. I could get yeah. lost in those trails forever. So, Absolutely. what is next up for the business?
1: So, we are we in a you know stroke of genius timing last year, and we are super excited about it. What's to come, but. We signed a lease space in February of 2020. That's when it was effective March 1, 2020 for a really cool little spot on the Danforth in Toronto. And it was going to be our first, uh, you know, a way to sort of introduce. We have launched in the Ontario market for online now. So you can order online for direct delivery, but we've kept, we kept the doors closed on retail through this year. It just didn't make sense for us to do it. And super excited about the Ontario market. I'm from Ontario. You know, I feel like we've got potentially a huge reach there. But the idea was having a small, you know, a space that in the back we did all our distribution from for the direct to customers in Ontario, and then we had a small retail front where people come visit us. You know, if they wanted to talk about doing a health reset plan, if they wanted to, you know, find out which blends were right for them. It was a way for you know customers to sort of touch and feel the company and the brand and meet the people behind it. And so we've literally sat on it for a year, almost heartbreakingly so. But we have the design plans done and we're going to start to build it now. So that will happen over the next couple of months. And we're really hoping to go live mid-summer. So of course, continuing on doing distribution there right now. So that's going to be a big project. And then developing the blends that support... You know, diabetes is a big one for us. A few blends that are really focused on, you know, healthy seniors or aging parents that I have seen there's a massive need for, you know, anyone or anyone who's coming out of care where they're being recommended, let's call it sugary water, nutrition boost drinks and things like that. I am sort of very passionate about putting a replacement to the market on that, that can help people again, stay healthy. You know, nutrition is a huge part of, of aging. And you've kind of got that window where if you can keep your nutrition up, it it really extends the health lease, so to speak. But then if it declines, which it often does in some, still some really, you know, really great years where people have like, you know, years ahead of them of healthy life. If your nutrition starts to go, you really lose that. Mm -hmm. So that's an area that we really, really want to explore and put some great products out in the market for. And maybe not just smoothies. Like I said, we have the soups and things now and just really focus on You know, we've got that sort of adult segment covered to a certain degree, the kids segment. And now it's like, okay, well, where's the other piece? What's the other piece that needs to be solutioned? Yeah.
0: That's really exciting. I would agree that that area, that generation is probably an area that really does need that infiltration into the market because, you know, I'll get up and I'll make a smoothie often, but will my parents? No. No. Right. Like, it's definitely a generational thing I think that has come around. I've been doing it for years. But, yeah, uh, yeah, not yours, and I'm super excited to get on because yeah. I need that this. No, yeah. <laughs> You're back in, in Vancouver no, exactly. Vancouver? Okay, set up. Yeah,
1: yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah.
0: Oh wow! Well, congratulations! What an exciting time! And all the best with your new location. You don't have any storefronts in Vancouver, though, right? It's all distribution.
1: Yeah, it's all distribution. People can pick up from our Toronto and Vancouver locations but right now we're all online in British Columbia, Alberta, Ontario. We do have some wholesale partners that we're working with. So if you're in Whistler and you go to uh, Lifter Moguls or Forecast Coffee, they use our smoothies. So they're that same quality. They're not sort of filler smoothies that you often get when you're grabbing and going. So you can find blended, blended, but otherwise we'll just drop it right to your door. Why do you want to go shopping for it?
0: Yeah, Perfect. And I like <laughs> oh, the idea door. of being able to use it, like, you know, make a smoothie, bowl or eat it. Yeah. I, you're going I hiking? Like who wants to
1: pack around like all the stuff? It's just like, you know, your packs are up the door.
0: <laughs> I'll throw this this one out there for my girlfriend. You know, we can take those <laughs> instead of your dried food meals yeah. that we eat in the middle <laughs> of World Food? Year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, wait. So where can we find you? You've done a few plugs for Whistler and online mediums. So what's the website and all that? So the website
1: is blended for you. So the word blended and then spelled out F-O-R-Y-O-U.com. And our social is at blended for you. So yeah, please, you know, join us, like follow us. Let's connect. If anyone has any questions about which blends might be right for them or how it all works, it's probably easy if they just DM us on Instagram or Facebook, and then we'll connect through email after that. Once we have their information, we can set them up with a program that's right for them. If you enjoyed today's
0: episode, please be sure to share it. See you next week. You can find me on Instagram at Momsweat